Welcome to CooperCast, the Charlie and Ringo episode. This is your host, Al Cowbell, John Sachs. Al talks about his appreciation for the recently passed Charlie Watts and also for Ringo, who was still out there banging away. I think it's uh, obviously that we're recording this in early September 2021, and uh, we just marked the passing of Charlie Watts, who you knew. Yeah. What a great guy. Yeah. I mean, he, as a person, yeah. he didn't belong in that band. Really? Yeah. Because he was just... Unashamedly nice. <laughs> Thinking of uh, Mick Jagger singing, I've got nasty habits, I take tea and three. No, I've, I've, I've seen some of his nasty habits. Right. But I remember every time... I would go backstage uh, to say hello. Yeah, that I I would talk to him the longest. Right, because he wasn't caught up. He was just sitting there. Right, he wasn't caught up with any of it. Right, like everybody else was. Yeah, and it was great. Rhythm. Well, he was um, an excellent jazz drummer. Right, and he and he his interests were jazz. Right. So it was sort of funny that he played in, you know, the world's greatest rock band. Well, I think one of the quotes from his, they came to him and they really begged him to join the band. And he figured, all right, this will probably last for a year or something like that. And then, was Boom. over half a century later, right? I mean, if he hadn't passed away, he probably would have been on tour with them one more time. It's, it's insane. Well, Ringo said that... Uh, he assumed that the Beatles thing would go for six months or a year, and then he'd have enough money to open up a hairdressing studio. And I don't think that worked out for him. I don't no, think he, ever, he was never able to do that. He's, he didn't achieve his dream. <laughs> I, I sat in with him on one of his tours. Ringo. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, and when when I was doing uh, the George Harrison album, mm. George was producing Ringo. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. So so I played on some of that too. Yeah. That was interesting. Well, you know, when I was a kid and the Beatles first showed up, which was extremely exciting. Uh, also, remember, me too. They were. I remember they had hit songs number one, two, three, and four on the hit parade, which was, you know, unheard of, but they were such exciting songs. But the the rumor came around that Ringo wasn't a very good drummer and that he didn't even play on their first albums that they brought in a, quote, real drummer. And then come to find out, it, this came up in the McCartney uh, interview with uh, Rick Rubin, oh. was that... Uh, they they discovered Ringo playing in clubs and they said, oh, this guy's a real drummer. And so they set up a session with him and they said, oh my gosh, uh, it's so completely different to play with a real drummer. No kidding. That, that all that stuff about Ringo couldn't play drums. It was just because he had a funny name that he was brought in as a novelty. That's completely not true. Well, when I go back to... Um um following the Beatles yeah. and the music, 
he played very clever things as, as they came along. Yeah. I, I was always, uh, I really enjoyed the tricky little things that he would do. Yeah. And and it made me appreciate what I could do, you know, with drums. He he opened the door. Yeah. In rock and roll drumming. We must be done. I think we're done. But I like this episode cuz we're we're purposely rambling in whichever direction we want to go in, which is which is fun. I think people will enjoy it. This has been CooperCast, the Charlie and Ringo episode brought to you by More Cowbell. Look for more episodes coming up and subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or just about anywhere. Tell your friends.